1: Hi, Peter Marshall here, and you are listening to TV Confidential. And now the star of Name
2: That Tune, Tom Kennedy. Ed Roberts wants a reminder that actor, author, magician, and adventurer Rich Manley will join us later on in the hour. Rich has a new series on the Tubi Channel that attempts to bring together cultures from all over the world through the common bond of magic. Rich Manley will join us later on in this. Hour. We're up to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we'll begin our second hour by continuing our tribute to game show legend Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy, the host of 14 popular TV game shows that aired in daytime and in primetime throughout the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Tom Kennedy passed away this past Wednesday, October 7th, at the age of 93 joining us now is our friend jeffrey mark jeffrey mark emmy award winning and grammy award nominated writer producer performer author music and tv historian and showbiz on tour. jeffrey mark not only knew tom kennedy he also knew his brother jack nars as well plus jeff is still very good friends with jack's son and tom's nephew David Nars. Jeff, I am sorry for your loss, uh, but I'm glad uh, you're, you're able to spend some time to talk to us, today about uh, your friend Tom Kennedy.
1: It, it is my pleasure, sir, as always. It, it's a funny thing about having friends who are a generation, or sometimes two, older than you. I, it's been my enormous good fortune to really be able to befriend most of my heroes, And get to know them and socialize with them and be accepted by them as a peer. I mean, that's my happiest day professionally. My point is you're going to lose them because they're so much older than you are. In the case of Tom Kennedy, you know, to live to be in your mid-90s, yes, I'm very sad that he was in ill health and that he passed. On the other hand, look how long we had him and what a marvelous career he had, and what a marvelous family he belonged to. So both professionally and personally, this is a happy guy.
2: And I like to think one of the things that made him happy up until the very end was he, to the extent he can show his personality on his various game shows. And there were some shows like Split Second where the game was so fast You really didn't get a chance to get to see a glimpse of who Tom Kennedy was as a person. But on some of his other shows, Jeff, he gave me the sense that when he wasn't in front of the camera, he was a pretty upbeat, you know, sunny side up, glass is half full type of person. And that that, that keeps you positive, that keeps you going, that keeps you youthful. And that's all part of a formula for living well into your nines.
1: I would agree with you, sir. Of the shows he did, probably, off the top of my head, the one he's probably most famous for, you don't say, from the 1960s, Mm -hmm. the syndicated version of the 70s, uh, Password Plus, when he took over for ailing uh, Alan Ludden, and when he hosted the nighttime version of The Price is Right. I think those three shows gave him the chance to extemporize to off the top of his head interact with both celebrities and with uh, non-celebrity contestants. He was brilliant at it. He wasn't uh, a plastic model. There are some game show hosts who are very good looking and very unctuous. They're very good at reading off of cue cards and making sure the camera has them in the right light. But there's not much more to them both Tom and his brother Jack, there was a lot more to them. And it came across the tube, into well, the tube. I'm aging myself here. That's okay. The, the tube of uh, the original cameras that brought it to a tube into our homes. You can't really well fake warmth. You cannot fake intellect and humor. There have been a few people in show business who have made careers by uh, pretending to be nice, Arthur Godfrey was probably a good example of that. Tom and Jack didn't have to do that. They were nice people. They were brothers who loved each other. Uh, And then we had to fold in Bill Cullen because Bill Cullen was a brother-in-law. So you have these three television game show icons who spend time with each other away from the audiences, And uh, were happy men. Not perfect men, but happy men. They were happy with their careers. I mean, goodness gracious, the the amounts of shows these three guys hosted over a four-decade or five-decade career. And although I did not know Bill Cullen, I can tell you that both Tom and Jack were enormously nice to me.
2: Jeffrey Mark is with us to share a few moments, I'll share a few memories of his friend Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy host a split second, you don't say, break the bank, name that tune, Password Plus, and many, many other classic game shows. Tom Kennedy passed away this past Wednesday, October 7th at the age of 93. Just listening to you, Jeff, and knowing that both uh, Tom and Jack... Uh, came from the state of Kentucky. It sounds like in many respects they were down-home Southern boys, very hospitable, very humble. I mean, they knew they were at the top of their profession, but they didn't let that project how they were to other people. They were very humble and very just nice people.
1: They were nice people. They were intelligent. I wouldn't refer to them as good old boys. They were more sophisticated and more intelligent.
2: Well, I, I meant meaning more, more like the down-home, in the down-home oh, sense. I, of I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah.
1: But there, there's a sophistication about both of them. Obviously, they are two different people, and they had two different career projections. Jack hit first. Jack was famous first. Tom was the kid brother. Most of you must know by now that his real name was Jim Nars. Mm-hmm. And inside the family, nobody ever called him Tom. They called him Jim, and his you know, Uncle Jim. Uh, But unfortunately, Jack got caught up in the television fixing scandals of the game shows. Yes, One of the shows he hosted in prime time at night got caught. And although Jack had nothing to do with the fixing, he didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. The, The mud of that got splashed onto him. And a man who was a television star because of the work he did all of a sudden found himself announcing shows, doing local things in Los Angeles on television. It it took him a good 10 years to get back into being able to be the star of a show again. Tom didn't get that. Tom didn't have any of that mud flung on him. So while Jack's star was in the descendant, Tom's star was in the ascendant. And of course, when you get an iconic show like You Don't Say, which was a huge hit... Mm -hmm on television. People, if you're you're too young to remember, NBC television had a one-hour block during the 1960s, in the late afternoon, of You Don't Say and The Match Game. They were shown in color, which was rare back then, Mm -hmm. for a game show. And uh, Match Game lived on in the 70s in a different version. But it made Thomas star. And after that, I don't think Thomas really ever out of work unless he wanted to be.
2: Yeah, I, I would agree.
1: Then you, you fold in that uh, Bill Cullen's wife was the sister of Tom's wife, and uh, that made them family. They were nice people. <laughs> I, I don't mean to sound boring about this. Here, I'll give you an example. Jack Nars belonged to the... Uh, Riviera Country Club Mm -hmm. out in Pacific Palisades, Mm -hmm. out here in Los
2: Angeles. Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, I was often there with other friends. Ran into Jack. Now, I'm very happy that I'm a celebrity. I'm very happy with the career I've had. But Jack Nars was a much, much, much better-known person with a much bigger career than I've had. He came over to our table and, oh, I'm such a fan of yours, to me. And you sit there with your mouth open going, uh, shouldn't I be saying this to you? After that, we began having lunch at the Riviera together. And although he would answer my questions about his career, his concern and his interest was in mine. What was I doing? How could he help me? Uh, What advice could he give me to help me grow my career? Or if I was having a personal problem, you know, what's going on? How can I help? That, to me, is a mark of a nice person. No one was listening. This wasn't for publicity. He wasn't doing it to impress anybody. He was being Jack. And, and that's maybe the down-to-earth thing you were talking about. And it's the same thing with Tom. You, you talk with Tom, and you were talking to a nice guy. Uh, the minute you talk to him away from a camera and away from a microphone, you weren't talking to a star. You were talking to a nice
2: And I think that that touches on why both Tom and Jack remained employed one way or another in the world of game shows or in the world of television. Because uh, a good host has to be able to connect not only with the players on stage... But he has to connect with the viewers at home. And going back to what you said earlier, Jeff, you cannot fake sincerity. You cannot fake that connection.
1: Tom and Jack were also, and I'm about to use a word you don't hear very often. Tom and Jack, and I think this applies to Bill Cullen as well, they were broadcasters. They weren't stand-up comedians looking for a, a, a way to pay their bills until they got big. They weren't models looking to advance their career. They brought with them an ease in front of the camera and the microphone. because mm-hmm. They did radio, too. Mm-hmm. They were Tom and Jack, handsome men, but not models. Not uh, I don't think either one of them posed with their shirts off or in a bathing suit, that wasn't what sold them. Handsome faces, they knew how to speak well, they were good communicators, so that you at home could understand how the game was played. And he interacted, both of these gentlemen, with whoever was on stage with him, but it's almost like they had a third eye. Two eyes on what was in front of them, and one eye on the person at home watching to include them in the fun. That's what makes for a great game show host. Very few people do that really, really well. Uh, There have been a lot of people recently hosting game shows, and you can almost see their lips moving as they're reading the cue cards. They're not broadcasters. They don't know how to communicate. They know how to look great. They know how to take off their shirt and flex their muscles, but I wouldn't want to have dinner with any of them, except for the very few who actually have this kind of broadcasting talent. I loved dining with Tom and Jim. I spent more time with Jim. Uh, Jack, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I spent more time with, see folks, even I get confused. Yeah. I spent more time with Jack, I was gonna say than with Jim, uh, because Jack and I dined together regularly. Yeah. I knew him better. Tom Kennedy, Jim, I mostly spent time with him at show business functions and award shows and charity things he did. And as he aged, because he knew me and trusted me, if he had to walk up and down steps, you, hey Jeff, give me a hand here, I, I'd, I'd look out for him. Because, you know, you, you can't trust just anybody with your health. Absolutely. You know, and Tom was out there. Tom was out there you know, until the last couple of years. Tom was still attending functions and doing things in public. So my relationships with the two men were different. I probably admired Tom's show business acumen, his ability to host a game show. I thought Tom was a little better at it than Jack was. Maybe because I think Jack always carried that mud in his heart. Yeah, He felt so badly about being smeared with the game show scandals. And I think that came through a little bit. To, to have a lunch with or a dinner with, I more enjoyed Jack's company. Not that I didn't enjoy Tom's, just that we had better chemistry together.
2: Yeah, and, and as you just alluded, you, you knew Jack
1: better. I knew Jack better, and, yeah. and I know his son David. His son David's a wonderful man. And I'm very, very happy that he and I are friends
2: as well. Uh, Jeffrey Mark is on the line with us sharing a few memories of his friendship with game show legends Jack Nars and his brother Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy, real name Jim Nars, Tom Kennedy, passed away this past Sunday, October 11th at the age of 93. Okay, Uh, you told us the story of how you first met Jack, and you've alluded that you, you knew Jack better than you did Tom, although you, you were friends with Tom up until the very end. Do you remember the first time you were introduced to Tom?
1: Yes, I do, because it was very important to me. I am a baby boomer, and You Don't Say was an enormous favorite of mine in the yeah. title. Uh, I loved the way the game was played, and I just loved Tom Kennedy. Just His personality spoke to me as a youngster. So, of course, being in the business myself and getting to meet so many people, when you get a chance to meet a hero, it's exciting. So the very first time I met Tom was at a, there's an organization called the Pacific Broadcast Pioneers, Mm -hmm. who have uh, luncheons, at least they used to, I haven't been to one in a little while. They
2: haven't had any since the lockdown, Um, I've been a member the past few years, but pre-lockdown they usually would have, you know, about uh, three or four gatherings a year.
1: And they were taking place uh, in the basement of what had been the NBC radio building Mm -hmm. in Hollywood, which is now a bank. And uh, I forget which one of us was being honored. Either Tom was being honored along with my friend Peter Marshall and some game show hosts, or I was being honored along with Peter Marshall. (laughs) being part of the army which is a group of comedy writers and correctors and comedians who who use their their talent to raise money for charity and we can talk about that group sometime that'd be a whole show by itself absolutely uh, either i was being in, uh, honored or he was being honored but uh that's when i first met him he came over to me and introduced himself like i had to know who i didn't know who he was <laughs> and um Yeah, I was sitting with Monty Hall. It must have been the game show host thing because I was sitting next to Monty Hall at the luncheon. And so it must have been for him. And uh, if I remember correctly, I actually even that day helped him down the steps a little bit. Um, When you meet people like this, uh, other than it's an honor to meet people Mm -hmm. who are so talented, but when they literally are heroes of yours, yes, of course you remember the first time. We could do two hours on the first time I met Milton Berle, the first time I met Jack Carter, or the first time I met Lucille Ball. You don't forget these things. Uh, I've always said I've, I've been an extraordinarily lucky man. My career started at 15 doing dinner theater, but I was playing an adult. You know, my first movie at 16, my first New York show at 17. I've been really, really, really lucky. And the big part of the lucky are the very talented, celebrated people who have taken me under their wings, helped me, advised me, or just became friends. And uh, I I say a prayer of thanks every day that I've been so fortunate.
2: And we're fortunate enough to spend a few minutes uh, uh, talking to our friend Jeffrey Mark. Jeffrey Mark, Emmy Award-winning, Grammy Award-nominated writer, producer, performer, author... Music and TV historian, showbiz tour, and very soon, once again, syndicated radio host. Jeff is spending a few minutes sharing some memories of his friend Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy, game show legend, passed away Wednesday, October 7th at age 93. You tell the story about how Tom went up to you and introduced himself. It reminds me of something our mutual friend Don Wells says in her book, What Would Marianne Do, Jeff? Which is, always introduce yourself.
1: I had to write that book. I know what she said in it. Uh, <laughs> and the funny, I'll give you a funny story. Uh, I, I have followed her advice. Dawn and I are, as you know, very, very close friends. Yes. And uh, I was, I don't know how many years ago this is already, like 20 30 years ago, meeting Carl Reiner for the first time. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Mark. Glad to meet you. Big fan of yours. And because wherever Carl went, bless his heart, he was mobbed. When I went up to him, I would introduce myself again, thinking, why would he remember me? I mean, all of us in show business, yourself included, when COVID is not around, we meet thousands of people every year Mm -hmm. because of what we do. The, The places we go, the functions we go to, we can't remember everybody's name. Well, you know, year after year, hi, I'm Jeffrey Mark. And one day, at the top of his lungs, and I won't shout for you, but shouted at me, Enough already with your blanking name. I know who you are.
2: <laughs>
1: and then you have quieter moments, like meeting Norman Lear for the first time. And, you know, hi, I'm Jeffrey Mark. And he looks up at me and says, I know who you are. You do good work. Yeah. Hey. Like, how do these people know who I am?
2: That's a keeper.
1: I mean, Larry Gelbart knew who I was Mm -hmm. when I was introduced to him. I I expect certain kinds of show business people to know me because of the books I've written, because I've been a nationally syndicated radio host. I've been on television. I've done film. I've been on the stage in New York. I'm a nightclub entertainer. To some degree, some people in the business know who I am. Mm -hmm. And God bless the fans out there. i got... Thousands of fans, I love them all. But I don't expect everyone to know. In fact, I don't expect anyone to know. And when geniuses know who I am, it's like, wow, this is a gift.
2: Jeffrey Mark is on the line with us to share a few thoughts on the passing of his friend Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy, game show icon, passed away Wednesday, October 7th at the age of 93. Jeff will be back next week to share a few thoughts on the passings of music legends Mac Davis And Helen Reddy, he'll also tell us a little bit about his upcoming new syndicated radio program that, if all goes well, will launch very soon. In the meantime, you can follow Jeffrey Mark on Facebook and on Twitter. We'll take a quick timeout, and Rich Manley will join us when we come back on TV Confidential.
0: Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life. But it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. I'll find the solution that works best for you.
1: Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential.
2: Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear,